This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Good morning, AYS. Another Saturday morning edition of AYS. And really, quite honestly, it's been magical. I'm running a little bit late this morning, about nine minutes. I overslept. Is it really oversleeping if it's past eight o'clock? Did I oversleep if it's if I if I slept to 7:50? That's not really that's not really oversleeping in my opinion. But Regardless, I did. But we got a lot to get into this morning. Paul Maneri, LSU to Fighting Tigers, lost again. Uh, we're going to touch on that. We're going to talk about it. As always, we're going to answer all your questions. Um, I have a feeling it's going to feel to most people uh, that the sky is falling, which to some, and maybe a little realistic, it is, but it's really not falling. The sky's not falling. Um, but we will talk about it. LSU football spring practice, we we teased this yesterday. We'll talk about it more. We'll get into some football talk, uh, as we always do on this show. Uh, Ryan Gidry says, good morning, AYS. What's happening, Blake? Not much, man. I mean, it was a long game last night, a very disappre- uh, depressing game last night. Um, you know, as uh, Miss Tasha Thibodeau sent us 200 stars, thank you, Tasha. Thank you very much. Jason Morgan sent us 100 stars. Guys, I really can't tell you how much I appreciate you guys helping out um, AYS. And as we continue to build and as we continue to um, grow this, I, that every little, every little much counts. 
I greatly appreciate you guys uh, doing that. It means so much. Uh, Robert Plazon says, good morning, good morning. Tasha Tiger, what's up, Tasha? She says, good morning. She also sent us some stars. Good morning. Out there on the West Coast, uh, Ryan Thibodeau says, good morning, everyone. Let's go. You know, the only good thing that we have, um, I guess, to really look forward to today is the Final Four. We do have the Final Four going on uh, today. As um, Gonzaga and UCLA and uh, Baylor is going to be playing, I think everybody wants Baylor Gonzaga to be in the in uh, in the finals because it's kind of what we've been hoping for all season long. Um, but at least we got something to look forward to sports wise today because it's not LSU baseball. Carl the Cat Dunn says, can it get any worse? Jeez. I mean, look, it could get much worse. It could get much worse. I mean, you can go back to the Skip Laval days. I mean, this could get very, 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 very bad. Very, very quickly. Um, But, I mean, look, it, it, it's not good right now. You have guys that are, are, aren't hitting. You have guys aren't pitching. You know, and I, I saw something last night, and I'm not going to say it because people will push back on me about who it was saying it, but... When Jaden Hill, which God bless Jaden Hill, I mean, I hate that I hate that for that kid, you know. Uh, but last night we're saying that uh, was saying that uh, what's his name, Paul Maneri should have. I don't know why the comments aren't coming up. This is just this is just lovely. Um. We're having, some, of course, we're having technical difficulties on the day that I'm running late. Uh, but Paul, somebody was saying last night. Let's just get into it. Uh, that Paul Maneri conceded the game last night because Jack Leiter was pitching is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. Like, come on, man. Oh, boo! Because of Jack Leiter. What do you mean because of Jack Leiter? What do you mean by that? Like stupidest thing I've ever heard. Like because Jack Leiter's pitching, we're just we're just supposed to we're supposed to give up. We're supposed to give in. I'm plugging in my. Uh, I'm gonna get y'all's comments, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm plugging in my uh, my mouse to see if that'll help with uh, these comments or if it's just a our streaming issue. Let's see. Because we need to get to all y'all's comments. There we go. There we go. Uh, Brian Villador says, good morning, AYS Nation. Corey Kaye says, good morning from Colorado. Brother, good morning. Tasha Thibodeau says, good morning. Gino Vegas says, what's up, Tigers? Uh, Casey Thibodeau says, good morning, brother. Good morning, Casey. Uh, Jason sent us some stars. Corey says, one and seven is not good at all. That's not LSU baseball. No, it's not. No, it's not. Um, so... Uh, Daniel D says, good morning, AYS Nation. Daniel D is our co-host, one of our co-hosts. For AYS Fight Club, he says, "Good morning, AYS Nation. Who's got that Master Chef or Coopers?" Well, I don't know, but I'm really fiending for some Master Chef after watching the beatdown, the patty smack that um, Vanderbilt has been putting on uh, LSU the last two games. The only thing that I guess I could really look forward to is that Connor and Dustin Portier are fighting again. Take three. Casey asked, any news on Gilbert? No, he's got a lot he's got to do. He's got a lot he's got to do. I mean, look, he's not going to be back on the team. He's got to get academically eligible. 
I don't know. There have been some some rumors and stuff going around that there's nowhere else that he could have gone because you know he was at LSU first to get academically eligible. I don't agree with that. I think that that kid's just not academically eligible anywhere. Let's not act like, you know, if he would have been academically eligible, Florida wouldn't have taken him. Uh, He's got a lot he's got to work on, man. He's got a lot he's got to work on. So, Eric Gilbert, is if, if he continues to stay on campus then he's got to worry about his grades. That's the only thing that Eric Gilbert needs to worry about. Uh, everybody do us a favor by hitting a like and share. Share it to some Facebook groups. Share to your personal pages. Share, share to everything. We greatly appreciate that as well. Uh, Tasha Tibbo says, uh, healing, prayer, uh, healing prayers for Jane Hill. Yeah, and, and look, Ben McDonald said last night he thought it was a, an elbow and a forearm. Well, you hope it's an, a forearm more than the elbow. You don't want Tommy John. And... Um, what a what a just how awful is it for that kid? You hope it's just tightness and soreness versus anything else because and, and look the truth is that kid's probably about to get shut down. You're probably that might be the last pitch we see from Jaden Hill, uh, which is unfortunate. But quite honestly, you know, I don't know if you're MLB scout or MLB MLB GM that you're not kind of sitting back to yourself and saying, look, this kid's been hurt a lot. Then COVID. Um, I'm not saying that he's coming back because you never know. I mean, these these scouts and GMs, they they draft guys very high um, because of potential. But, uh, I mean, we'll see. Carl the Cat Dunn says, Easter Bunny beat down at the box. Yeah, they're getting beat down. Look, they showed life late, you know. I want to say this because yesterday I was kind of calling for Paul and I had a lot of people after my ass. Like a lot of people after my ass. Um, why would you say that about Paul Blake? You got to give him more time. This isn't oh, this isn't Paul's fault. You know, and, and yesterday there was this conception or, or thought that Friday night there was absolutely, and last night there was absolutely nothing that um, there's absolutely nothing that Paul Maneri could have done Friday or Saturday night. Yes, he could. Like development is a big part is a big problem. How does K Peloso get worse as a freshman? Let's call it what it is. Like to say he 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 can't do anything that the 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 coach the head coach. Isn't over roster management, and with all due respect to Will Safford, and I said this yesterday, the kid is a good player. The kid should be playing middle infield. He's never played center field a day in his life, and then you throw him out there. What is that about? You're playing the number one team in the nation, and you're throwing a kid not even hitting over 140 in the lineup. 140, y'all. How many times are we going to run out here and talk about roster management and lineup management? At some point, we got to rip on this, man. K. Beloso's hitting below 200 now. Alex Malazzo's hitting, almost hitting 150. Cranford, who got a hit last night, the first hit on Jack Leiter, which, by the way, is crazy. The first hit on Jack Leiter in like 24 innings. And then uh, uh, Doty would come right behind him and then hit a bomb, which... Quite honestly, that just shows how good the 
good of an MLB player that kid's going to be. Um, Safford, again, is hitting below 120 or around 120. And we're expecting that that's okay. We're expecting that's okay. And everybody talks to me and wants to come up in here, and I understand it. But everybody wants to come up in here and tell me, um, Blake, it's Alex Malazzo's defense. Well, then I sit here and look, and I see three pass balls last night, which, again, I get it. It happens. Um, and, and then he got a, two bases stolen on him. And I, I'm thinking to myself, defense for what? You're down five to nothing. Alex Brady, with all due respect to him, is the first pitcher out of the bullpen when Jane Hill comes down. Now, two things could have happened there. Either, number one, Blake Money could not get loose fast enough, and you got to throw somebody in there like an Alex Brady, which, they, which then you can't control. So everybody's ripping on Paul about Alex Brady. Uh, I think it comes to a little bit of a point where, well, could anybody get warmed up that quickly? And, and, and so I'm not really going to come on here and rip Paul about that. Um, I'm not going to do that because I think that that's a tough situation. But if Blake Money, who then came in after eight pitches, I get that you can warm up. I mean, they gave you some time to warm up. I mean, we took a seven, uh, what was that, eight, nine minute uh, break in action. Uh, so we'll see. Tony Weaver, what's happening? I almost wore my Drew shirt today. Uh, I need to wear that this week. He says, morning, bro. I knew you would go ape shit on Paul Miles. Um, well, it's just the roster management stuff. It's not... I don't, I don't, I'm not on the boat that I think Paul Maneri is a bad coach. I'm not on that boat. I'm also not on the boat that, um, I'm going to be a little honest here. I know that their, their, their <laughs> careers to some extent mirror one another. One's in baseball, one's in football. I also don't think that Paul is, um, should be in the same stratosphere, stratosphere as Les. I don't think that, I think that Les was a far worse coach than Paul. Um, but that's just me. Jason says Maneri uh, needs to go, uh, but I but <laughs> Tony's tuning in because he knows that I, I, I pro- that Italian's coming out in me. Uh, Maneri needs to get uh, Maneri needs to go la- light a fire. Thinks what you're saying. Lack of development and lack of coaching. LSU has the number three, seven, two, and four recruiting classes since eighteen. It's a good point, Jason. It's a good point. And here's the thing. You know, the funny thing about all this is they had, what, the number two recruiting class last season? I mean, look, Dylan Cruz is struggling at the plate. And here's here's what I don't want to hear. Here's what I do not want to hear. is I said last night that Dylan Cruz is struggling against SEC pitching. And then I got four people commenting, well, Blake, everybody's struggling against SEC pitching. I don't give to Rudy Poos who and who's not struggling against SEC pitching. When you're when you are called a, a, a player like Mike Trout, if everybody says that you're going to be just like Mike Trout and you're going to get that comparison, you got high shit to live up to now. Kay Beloso didn't get that. Trey Morgan didn't get that. Who else? Kay Doty didn't get that. Jordan Thompson didn't say that he looks like a Derek Jeter or, or Mike Trout. Uh, Gavin Dugas didn't get that comparison. Dylan Cruz got that uh, comparison. So let's get that understood. He's really, really struggling. Like, extremely struggling. Harold Wood says, good morning. What's going on, guys? I've had some questions about why we're not going to Periscope. Well, Periscope got a, went away in, in, uh, on March 31st. 
So we, we're going to we're going to tw uh, Twitch, I think is what it's called. But we need everybody to go subscribe to our YouTube channel, guys. It's free to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Help our brother get to one thousand. Help our brother get to one thousand. Uh, Ryan Tibbetts says hashtag Ask Blake. Do you think Paul uh, Palmer survives this season? I personally don't see them firing Paul, uh, Paul before the uh, before the end of the season. No, I don't think they'll fire him before the end of the season. And what I don't um, think and what there is a perception of is that LSU would still owe him three to four million dollars and to fire a baseball coach that you owe that much amount of money to is kind of ludicrous because then you'll have to go pay somebody else well you know what I really don't give a shit right like we're acting like LSU baseball doesn't turn a profit in a normal season I, you know, the funniest thing to me is, well, we lost $80 million last year because of COVID and football. I get that. That's a lot of money. You also got paid in two seasons uh, five, over $50 million for um, ESPN and SEC Network. And then you got $66 million to go to the playoff. I know it's football gener uh, revenue generated, but hey, you mean to tell me that you can use four of that $66 million you got when Joe Burrow brought you an extra six? You know what? I'm not even going to go there. I'm not even going to go there. I was about to talk about some crazy shit. I don't even want to talk about it. Uh, Derek says, given the injury history, I couldn't take Hill in the draft, honestly. Yeah, and that's going to be what scouts look at. It's definitely going to be what scouts look at. Kenny says, prayers for Jaden Hill. Back to work. Have a good day, Tiger Nation. Thanks, Kenny. Uh, Casey Thibodeau says, never been a fan of Paul. He doesn't coach anyone. Let me say this. Paul Maneri in the early days of when he was at LSU, there's the videos that like Jocks Doucette showed um, that were just amazing. You know, like he he changed the culture at LSU. He was tough. He was gritty. Uh, he was yelling at guys, getting in their faces. I mean, when he first was here, he was all up in people's ass. No, uh, I don't know. I'm not trying to mean that in the wrong way, but still. Brian Abatey says, I'll take Alex Brady for 200 Alex. Um, listen, I I, I kind of want to be careful about trashing the man because what because I don't know this, but is Alex Brady the only individual that could get ready that quickly when Jaden Hill went down? Was Blake Money ready? And you don't what you really don't want to do is throw Blake Money out there. Um and then him get hurt, and then you got two guys got hurt. And look, Blake Money came in, what, 9, 10, 11 pitches after and really dominated. Um, but, if, you know, <clears throat> I, I, I get it. I mean, if Alex Brady's your best option in that situation, um, oh, man. I mean, and I'm not trying to trash. And look, that, it's a really tough situation for Alex Brady to be in, but come on. Corey Kaye says, if Paul Palmineri goes, who would LSU hire? I mean, look, I'm not I don't think that they can go get a Tim Corbin. I don't think that they can do that because regardless of what people believe about Vandy, Vandy's got a shit ton of money. Vandy's spending three hundred million dollars on their uh football operations facilities without blinking an eye. They finally got an A D that went in there and told them they gotta start spending some money. They got a new head coach in football that told them the only reason he's coming is Clark Lee. If they're going to start spending money, they went out and got the 247 guy uh, to be a part of recruiting who's a good friend of Clark Lee. I mean, look, they're, 
baseball-wise, they're not going to let Tim Corbin go. they got a crap ton of money. I know that they're a private school, and they're like the South elitist. They are not going – they got a whole bunch of Skip Bayless-looking dudes walking around. Um, they're not going to let Tim Corbin walk away freely. If LSU gets him, they're going to have to – they're going to have to go all Nick Saban on that ass and pay him more than any college baseball coach has ever been paid. And that's without a shadow of a doubt because people can think what they want about Vandy, but ask a guy like Bill King who's lived in Nashville his whole life. Ask anybody a part of that. People have – come on, buddy. Hey, good morning. Good morning. I haven't seen you all morning. Good morning. Oh, good morning, little buddy. Good morning. Guys, I'm sorry. If he's going to want to cuddle, we're going to sit here and cuddle. Um, But I don't think Vandy is going to go down lightly uh, and pain Tim Corbin. They're not going to let a national championship coach just walk away freely. They'll do everything they got to. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. Bye. Bye. I love you. God, that little kid melts my freaking heart, man. Oh, he bad. <laughs> he can be bad though, man. Uh, Ryan says when you hit under one hundred and fifty, it's time to work in the concession stands for a little. You know what's crazy is is that, and I I made this analogy yesterday uh, on the show. It's about like if you're gonna put call, if you're gonna put cr- I mean not Cranford. If you're going to put uh, Safford in center field and then Droz came in late, I get that. But then why not give Mo Hampton a shot? Right? Like, I'm not going to go down what I said yesterday about Mo Hampton, but I think it's really just stupid to me that you got a guy that was playing the middle infield at center field. Like, the kid had multiple times where he misjudged balls. And then we got people out there saying, oh, he should be a day one starter. Show him your baseball, buddy. Ben got a little Easter uh, present yesterday from his grandmother, Honey. Baseball. He got his first glove. Where's your glove? Go get your glove. That's the wrong ball. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Robert Playson says, Paul always plays defense and Seth goes for offense. And which is so stupid because they were down 5 nothing last night. Like, at what point do you put in your an offensive lineup that can generate you runs? I don't give two Rudy Poos that call you Cranford's got really good speed. I don't give two Rudy Poos. And if everybody's going to go out here and defend Paul, I get it. I might be the only human being on planet Earth that's going to defend Paul. That's fine. But at the end of the day, come on, man. Like, come on. It's getting obnoxious at this point. Uh, Ronald Barnes says, was Hampton really that much worse than those guys? No. No. Or did uh, Coach Maneri not really give him a chance or give him a chance because of football? No, he no, I mean he begged Orgeron. Please, dear God. Please give us a scholarship so we can have Millhampton. He burned Orgeron. Come on, man. Let me tell you something about this comment that I just made. Somebody's going to watch this and they're going to try to rip my ass apart for that. Ed gave up a scholarship for a baseball player. Mo Hampton made his 
and even when he went into the transfer portal, made his uh, 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 mind up very soon. He said he t- told Orgeron that. He said he told Paul Maneri that. And that Paul Maneri told him he doesn't need to give up football. Paul Maneri completely tried to persuade Mo Hampton to p- continue to play football so that he can be on a scholarship. That's per Mo Hampton. Uh, Brian Abatey says pitcher has a, as much time as they need following an injury. Yeah, they do. And, and look, I, I mean, maybe I, I don't know. I don't know how to defend that one. I mean, I was trying to defend because, I mean, that's a tough situation to be in. But you're right. I mean, you can take as much time as you need. I mean, so, to relatively as much time as you need. Um but still, but still. Uh, Seth says, PM is like less. Half of everyone wanted him out and half of everyone wanted him to stay and hang on to him. Got to rip the Band-Aid off at some point and get new blood. We can sit and be 3-5 and five in the SEC every year or we can get something new. Well, we're not 3-5, and five, we're 1-7. 1-7. and, seven. One and seven. So we're, we're on the verge of getting swept again. Uh, Seth also says below 500 in conference play since uh, 17. Terrible in LSU standards. Uh, but here's the thing. Did that team in, that team in 17 wind up turning around and obviously almost winning a national title? Um, they don't have that team right now. And they didn't go back-to-back weeks getting swept. Um, and, and quite honestly, Paul was a different coach then. Uh, Lance said top seven recruiting class since 18 with a sub-500 SEC record. Well, here's another thing, too. Those teams in, that, in those top seven, Ole Miss, Arkansas, UCLA, who else was in it? Um, Vanderbilt. I'm missing one. But, yeah. Tasha says, hey, y'all. Hey, Tasha. Uh, Carl Dunn says, our pitching, staff, our pitching staff has regressed. I can agree to that to some point. Um, to some point, I can agree to that. I mean... I don't know why he's keeping Allen Dunn, hanging on to Allen Dunn. Hey, buddy. No idea. Ryan Tudor says, I feel like nobody can hit the gaps or rip shots. It's just like home run, home runs are out. So, yeah, that's exactly what's going on. Hey, come here. Everybody's telling you good morning. Come see. Come see. Um, Seth says, good morning, Ben. Tasha says... Oh, what a sweetie pie. Um, let's see. Let's see. Oh, I thought someone. Oh, and Ryan Tibbs says, good morning, man. Can you say good morning? Don't. <clears throat> say good morning. All right. Say bye-bye. Um, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Corey, I'm not sure what that is, bud. The link you sent. Kenny says, it's a beautiful day in Palmineri's neighborhood. And Ryan Timber says, money's not an issue. No, I don't believe money's an issue. <laughs> Call the Cat Dunn says, well, that's a Louisiana kid right there. Uh, crawfish uh, pajamas. Yeah. Where else are you going to see crawfish pajamas? All right. Kenny Russell says, any updates on spring football? All right, let's go. We'll go there. We'll go there. Um... Here's what I'm hearing about spring football yesterday. They had an abbreviated scrimmage Thursday. 
I'm I'm going to throw this out there that I I think that people uh, need to look forward to. If if Anthony Bradford, the backup guard, offensive lineman, um, can start putting it all together, guys, I think that he's about to be a problem. I think that he might be a problem. Um, this team, for whatever reason, not maybe not for whatever reason, talking about top top recruiting classes, this team's got a shit ton of talent, like a shit ton, at every position. Now, talent doesn't always translate to the field sometimes, and I get that. We're seeing that with LSU baseball. Um, but I think that he's going to be a problem. I'm going to tell you this from someone who was at that at that thing uh, Thursday. As uh, Tasha sends us 500 stars, we greatly appreciate that. Jason sends us another 100. And Blake Press sends us 150. Guys, I can't thank you guys um, how much that helps us in our podcast and everything that we're doing. Um, let me say this. Somebody that was at that practice Thursday told me this specifically. Max Johnson is that dude. I mean, we kind of already knew that. Uh, but practice um, is different. And he's really turning it up. And, and quite honestly, guys, Garrett Nussmeyer is killing it. Absolutely killing it. So there's that. Um, let's let's stay here unless we get a uh, couple more. Jason, you know, I saw Blake Prest. I mean, Blake Prest. Blake McGraw, who's a fan of AYS, say this last night too. He says, met Austin Deculus at Movie Tavern last night. He's a massive dude. That is a massive human being. You know what I think is funny? And I, I'm going to use myself here because I'm not going to throw other kids out. And the cold. You know, like, if I ever thought that I was going to be an SEC offensive lineman instead of going to Southeastern, I'm kidding myself. Like, that dude is a wide human being. He's a big human being. And I'm thinking, why am I not in the SEC? Because you don't look like that. You got a little more flab to you, Blake. So, uh, Seth says, I've heard about Brennan, Finley, and Johnson. I think Brennan and Johnson deserve the first shots, but I really... think Garrett Nussmeyer is that dude. Let me let me throw this out here to this question. Seth, I don't agree. You know, I agree with you this. I do agree that I think that um, Johnson deserves the first chances. And I think he de- deserves the number one over chance because of play alone. I don't really believe... It's of my belief, right? I don't really believe that Miles Brandon deserves a Rudy Pooh thing. Deserve what? Because he's been here. Okay, well, I, I get that, and I know that you're doing that with loyalty. But, man, at some point, when does play, playing on the field mean something? He hadn't been there. Stephen Fer, uh, Fer, uh, Hernandez sent us 50 stars. Thank you, Stephen. I greatly, greatly appreciate that. Greatly appreciate that. Uh, Ryan Tibbetts says you can be a star in practice, but you can't. Uh, but you can keep that same energy in the game. Yeah, you got to do that. You got to do that. Blake Press says I was behind home plate last night. Lighter has no business pitching in college baseball. Well, he was actually a late bloomer, man. I mean, Lighter, Lighter, his first year at Vandy got rocked. Like he wasn't great, but now he I mean he's just turning it on, and it's like he's playing JV when uh, you know, when everybody's playing. Like they're in their show. I mean, look, LSU hit off of lighter late. They got this pitch count up. They got the bases loaded in the first inning. They could do absolutely nothing with it as they normally do. Um, 
I mean, look, this team's just bum-fuzzled right now, man. They're bum-fuzzled. So I, I don't I, I don't really understand what people why people are saying like you know like a lot of people are saying are asking me Blake why is this team so good but not but so bad because they're not good <laughs> I mean you, your record sometimes reflects of how good you are you're they're not that good right now do they have a crap ton of talent yes but that don't mean nothing I've been on some serious talented teams. I'm talking about serious. You know, we had... Hey, buddy. What you got? You got a tractor? Look, I, I'll say this. We had... um, We had... What was it? Seven guys? Six guys? Seven guys. Was it 2009, I believe? And an SEC coach, by the way. Uh, seven or eight guys that went into the NFL um, from our Southeastern football team. And you know what's even crazier about that? We didn't do shit. So, Ryan says, Ryan Gidry says that, uh, he is a huge, he is huge. Talking about Austin Deculus. Yeah, he's a wide human being. Wide. Guys, I really thought that he, I, I really thought, you know, I think it's funny. People think that, well, Austin Deculus gave up a sack. He, he, he didn't get a huge push. Guys, that, that dude's a, fu- uh, a freaking stud. There's a freaking stud, man. Like, go pop on that film. Uh, Seth says, you know, right. You know, you know, right. You're right about Johnson and Miles. Got to stay healthy. But he was on fire before he he was left. Was he on fire? Let's pull this up right quick. Let's pull something up. Everybody talks about Miles Brennan's on fire. Hold on. I'm going to do this. Miles Brennan stats let's talk about this this is saturday morning show let's let it loose let's let it loose miles brennan was 60 had 60 percent completion percentage not great at all not good 60 percent. come on uh, we're saying that tj finley was horrible at 59 um 79 of 131 um last season he did have a crap ton of yards, but guys, he threw the ball 131 times in three games. 131 times in three games. That means that Miles Brennan averaged averaged 43 pass 44 passing attempts. Good morning. 44 passing attempts in three games. One uh thousand and let's see, divided by three. I get look, I get that he had the yardage and I get that he had a touchdowns, but guys, if you're throwing the ball hundred and thirty one times in three games, you better have it. And let's not act like Missouri was good or Mississippi State was good. You should do that. A quarterback at LSU after Joe Burrow should do what he did. Sixty percent's not good. The worst quarterback in the SEC through three weeks on third down. The absolute dead last worst. I ain't put... Look, y'all better put some respect on um, Mac Johnson's name. Kenny uh, says, I'm able to listen and watch a little while I'm making deliveries. Cool, man. Cool. Blaine Smith says, Paul looks burnt out and shaken. Yes, he does. 
Seth, and Seth, I wasn't doing that for you, brother. I was doing that for just specific because we that that comes up more than anything. Oh, he was on fire, really, guys. If you re- here's the thing, that's just the attempts. Do you know that Miles Brennan in five years going into year five has only attempted 201 passing attempts? So let's do this. 201 divided by five. Guys, he's averaged 40 passing attempts per season. 40. Unreal, man. Carl Dunn says, I met Al Leiter yesterday. Great guy. That's awesome, Carl. That's awesome. I tell him to tell him to tell his son never to come back to college baseball. <laughs> uh Jason says, uh, good morning, Jason. He says, Heard Stingley dad say Devonta Lee is making some legit catches and probably one of the best route runners on the team. Just gonna throw this out there. Um uh, kinda said that last week. <laughs> Bro, all right. All right. <laughs> says, says like, Ben's like poo-poo on Miles. Yeah, he don't like no Miles Brennan. But, yes, to back to Jason. Yes, Stingley. Um, Stingley Senior said, did say Devontae Lee was looking good. So did Orzron. Orzron said he's probably the most improved player uh, this season. Adam Pace, what's up, Adam? He says, nice save with that F-bomb. Yeah, y'all noticed that, huh? Finley was 57% percent, and Johnson was 58%. A quarterback that's at five years should not be at 60. And let's 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 talk about this too. Let's talk about this too. Finley played the toughest part of our schedule last season, 57%. Johnson played the SEC East champions and Ole Miss, 58.8%, 59%. And then you want to talk, okay, so he's a percentage off of Miles Brennan. Miles Brennan legitimately played Mississippi State that we learned was an absolute fraud. Defense was almost dead last in the SEC. Um, Vanderbilt, that was dead last in the SEC defensively. And then you play Missouri, that was third to last defensively in the SEC. Miles Brennan tore up the three worst teams in the SEC's on defense. You better. Guys, I know for a fact, and I need to go back and look this. Against Mississippi State, he dropped back 57 times. If you drop back 57 times, you better throw for over 300 yards. You better. You better. Adam says, enjoy the show, man. Keep up the great work. Thanks, man. Yeah, I did save it. I almost was getting too... uh, too carried away there. Malcolm T says, I'm hearing about all these linemen, but what happened to Cardell Thomas? Look, I, I like Cardell Thomas. I think Cardell Thomas is a good player. I think that he, he's got some issues. I, I, look, the hardest thing, and I'll tell you from my experience, and I've said this multiple times, and I'll say it again at nauseum, the toughest thing for a player like Cardell Thomas is coming from a place like Southern Lab when you're playing guys, with all due respect to people that play against Southern Lab, the problem with that is, is that he was going up against kids on a religious basis that aren't aren't over six foot, aren't 300 pounds. Guys, I I, I think I gave you guys this story. Uh, 
I think we're playing like East St. John, West St. John. And for whatever reason, I had to start at left tackle that game. Okay. And like that kid was maybe six foot, 180 pounds. And at one point I looked down at him and I said, look, man, you better get out of this game or tell somebody bigger to come in here because you're getting killed. Terrence McGee, I believe, who went to play on the LSU. What's yours? Uh, is that mommy's or yours? Go give that to mommy, big booty. Um, you poo poo? No. <laughs> uh, but look, I mean, there were some people who talked about his arm length being a problem. Um, there's a guys. If 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 Cornell Thomas was absolutely dominating, do you think that Edwards Ryan wouldn't put him in? That's the biggest misconception that I, I think people that I, I think that people believe is that, you know, what about Carl Thomas? Look, man, he's not playing up to his pre, uh, pedigree right now. Kenny says, any chance they move Devontae Lee to tight end? No, but I think that he could be like an H back. Um, DJ Mangus uh, personally requested for Devontae Lee to move back to receiver. Personally requested. Um. I think that if that's the case, then he's going to find ways for that kid to get uh, for, to get playing time. As Tasha said, Megatron is coming. Yeah, he's coming. He's coming. And you, we better get ready because when you have people, when you have a passing game coordinator that asked for a kid to be moved and that he's having a good spring, he's going to get playing time. Justin says, "What are you hearing about the quarterback battle?" I'm hearing that Max Johnson is going to be is just is that dude. Garrett Nussmeyer is an absolute steal, and don't let the sides fool you that he's an absolute baller, shot caller. Uh, T.J. Finley's got a lot that he needs to work on um, from a fundamental standpoint, but he's getting there. I mean, the raw talent's there, and that quite honestly, Miles Brennan is not a hundred percent. Miles Brennan's not a hundred percent, y'all. Come on. Uh, Seth says, I agree, man. I'm just worried that uh, that can Max Johnson keep that up for a whole season. Plus, I love uh, Nussmeyer since we started recruiting him. And I think uh, Johnson should be battling for the spot. Well, here's a funny thing. Miles Brennan hasn't even done it for a whole season while he isn't the starter. You know, so I, 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 I'm not, you know, I'm not... <laughs> Talking about Max Johnson, yeah, I think Max Johnson can because he showed it. Max Johnson right now is your best op, is your best quarterback in my opinion right now. What he can do, uh, Jason says, ready to see Jack Bash and Matthew Langlois both have some serious potential. Yeah, Langlois is extremely fast. Jack Bash is an absolute animal. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how much Langlois gets in on special teams. Um, I think that that's going to be a big impact that he can go in right now. Blaine Smith says, I can't wait to see Savion Jones on the field. Yeah, me too. John Ditch. What's up, Johnny boy? My good friend, Mr. John Ditch. He says, Gilbert can't play anywhere else. Yeah. I mean, he'd have to go to he'd have to go to JUCO. <laughs> or he'd he'd be done. Um, he'd be done. So I I don't. Um we're going to see the – listen, I, I want to make this – I want to say this. We're going to see the mindset of Eric Gilbert. 
We're going to see the mindset of how serious he wants to take football and how good his health is off the field. If you're if you're getting my drift, if he's able to come back and be uh, healthy, then we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Jason says, "Oh, we saw that." Uh, Wesley says, "Love Max." Yep. Uh, Randall says, "What do you think about defense?" I think they're going to ball out. Quite honestly, I mean, look, you don't have to get uh, much better than you were last season. Um, you literally got to just get fifty sp- spots better in your top fifty. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think that they're they're not. Durante Jones is not tied to one principle and one thing only, and I think kids really relate to him. I don't mean this in a wrong way. It doesn't, and I don't mean this from a race perspective. I think this from a, um, re- like a relative thing. Like if, if if a guy is younger and we can relate to one another, Blake Baker, uh, Durante Jones, Jake Peach, DJ Mangus, Joe Brady. It doesn't really matter if we can relate. All Corey Raymond. If we can all relate to one another and we know what one another's been through in life, that goes a long way. We should all come together, man. Like, stop with all this BS. I bleed red, and I love I love my brother to regardless of what they look like. I mean, I just got to say that, man. I'm, I'm getting tired of all the hate, man. Kenny says, I really hate how Gilbert did us last year, but if the team forgives him and they fix team chemistry, I'm fine with him coming back. If Gilbert plays, we can work with Jack Bashan slowly. I agree with that. Uh, Seth says, I love the show, brother, talking ball and learning. I agree with the Miles thing. I'm just worried that maybe Young is an issue, but we went from, uh, into the swamp and won. So I think him and us got to go out there and battle. Yeah, you went to the swamp and won, man. That's not – no. That's not a, you. hey, guys, you're staring three and seven in the face. Max Johnson comes in his first, his first start ever and beats the SEC East champs. I don't care that Marco Wilson threw a shoe. He threw that holy shoe in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I don't I, I don't care about it. So all right, guys, we've been going for 45 minutes. We're gonna call it for a Saturday morning show. Everybody have a great Easter. Everybody have a great day. We will talk to you soon. We'll see you Monday. Peace out, guys. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.